Hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. Um, so do you want to keep us posted on what the F is happening in New York right now? Like, this is insane. Oh my God. Yes. I, um, clearly by my stuffy, I don't know. Am I, am I like sexy piano lounge? Um, (laughs) I feel like I sound like a, like a sickly seven-year-old, but, um, clearly, (laughs) um, COVID is rampant in New York city right now. Um, as you know, I've been here for, I guess, almost two weeks, came here from my sister's bridal shower and got caught in the maybe Santa Con um, aftermath of Omicron. Is that you say Omicron? Omicron. Omicron. Yeah. Omicron. Um, it's. I mean, it's absolutely wild here. Like I know TikTok is like blowing up. Everybody's saying like, if you're in New York and you're like telling you or you're saying yeah. you don't have COVID, like you're a fucking liar. Yeah. And um, so the crazy thing I think I mentioned to you is that like. Unfortunately, we have tested positive. And so, you know, we're, I think, day five now of isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, but fortunately, and it's like crazy, everyone that we've seen has p- tested negative so far. So wow. Mark and I are like, how the fuck did we get it? And we're like still trying to figure it out because, you know, we, <laughs> we've been here. It's the holidays. We've been, you know, trying to see um, friends and family and, you know, doing all these things. And again, we feel we're very happy that nobody has tested positive, but we're just like, how are we the only ones? That is so crazy. And I mean, talking, like going back to the point of like everyone in New York is getting sick. I've had countless friends who've been like, yep, tested positive. Yep, I'm sick. Yep, out for the count, which has mm-hmm. been wild. But I think what adds on an extra layer of like insanity for your case is that like you and Mark tested positive, but no one else within your group has tested positive. Yeah, like, and so like one of my one of my best friends, um, like- he is negative, but his mom, unfortunately, his father, I think they're all okay and like asymptomatic, which obviously again is, is very lucky, knock on wood, but um, like they're sick. His like sister and brother-in-law are sick. The kids are sick. like everybody's sick. He's negative. And that's like the person that I saw. Um, my other friends, yeah, like her whole family, like including like in like brother-in-laws and, and her child, like everybody's sick but she tested negative. Um, It's just, we're still trying to figure out like, where did it come from? And Mm -hmm. everybody's talking about like, oh, SantaCon, SantaCon, SantaCon. Um, And I was like, was SantaCon even a a thing this year? Because I think I saw like two Santas. Mm. And so I'm so confused. But then I remembered, I was actually, um, we went back to Jersey for Mm. the day. So like that explains why we didn't see any Santas for SantaCon. But it's it's like, I think the thing that's so crazy is that up until maybe like Tuesday or Wednesday of last week, mm-hmm. like everything was normal. Like New York was normal. Like you had to show your vaccine card to get in places. But mm-hmm. besides that, like no one was really wearing masks on the street anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nobody, well, it, like, I just feel like COVID wasn't a thing. And then out of nowhere, 
there's a city MD right on the block that we're staying on actually. And one day I was like, I think it was, it was either Tuesday or Wednesday last week. And I was like, what is that line for? And I was just like, so confused. I remember you sending me the video of that. And I was like, what in the world is going on? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, holy shit. Like people are literally lining up for a COVID test. So again, I'm like still not like we, we were not having any symptoms or anything like that. And then um, we just casually were like, oh, like, you know, we're going to travel in a couple of days. Let's go and get some some rapid tests. And Maddie, they were sold out everywhere. Like we went on a hunt. That's wild. Yeah. And like crazy. One, of the, one of the pharmacists was like, yeah, no. And he like literally kind of looked at us like, are you insane? Like, why would you think that we have them? And he was like, we got a shipment of 900 last night and they were gone this morning. <gasps> so it's like very, it's very much a thing. It's kind of crazy because I know that there was like talks that like the rapid test, there were concerns because of supply chain shortages due to COVID. I thought the supply chain shortages that got resolved, but like hearing the mass amounts of like positive cases that are showing up in New York, it's really crazy to me that like you were seeing these long ass lines and extreme difficulty in getting tests. Um I've, I read recently that apparently 73% of cases now are Omicron in the U.S. Yeah, so I saw that too. And I mean, I don't doubt it, right? I, I yeah. feel like it's so contagious. And that's why everyone is suddenly, you know, you look at somebody or you breathe in the general direction of someone and you you catch it here. Mm. But how are, how are we confirming that they're Omicron? That's what I want to know because like nobody told me what variant I have. Mm-hmm. And the place that we went to, um, to get, you know, our PCRs done, we had the option of like finding out, but it would have taken like three to five days, but they're so backed up that apparently like their rush PCRs are taking like three days and like, they're not even answering the phone. So I guess my question is like, are they then like automatically testing after the fact? And then like, they're not bothering to reach out to the patient unless they inquire. And then they're like handing that data over to the government. Like, I guess my question is like, how do we know that? Because I feel like nobody actually knows what variant they have. Cause it's just 100%. not really, it's not like, it's not like a standard thing that they tell you. Yeah. Oh no. hundred percent. Great. Yeah. Um, I think that there's probably a sample size that is being given to a certain organization or certain information that's being filtered to them. Um, in which they then define whether or not it's Omicron or Delta. But I do agree with you. I, I, whenever, I, when I saw that deadline, that, that deadline, what is happening with me today? <laughs> that headline, uh, English, yes, that is my friend, first language. Um, when I saw that headline, I was like, huh, how the hell are they actually calculating this number? Because I do agree. I remember yeah. when Delta became a thing in the US and everyone was like, I don't know which one I have. And like, there was such difficulty getting that information, but to have it within like a few weeks of Omicron popping up, all of a sudden, like, we know which one is which. Like, that to me is kind of funny. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I'm, like, kind of unsure. Like I said, I I don't disagree that that's the majority of what everybody has just because we know it's so contagious and Delta has, like, been a thing for a while. Yeah. Um, But I'm just, like, how are you guys turning around these statistics so quickly Mm. when, like, no one knows? Um, But, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy here. And um, I'm just, you know trying to get better so so that we can get home to our puppies because I really miss them and I really wish I had a, my puppy right now even though he doesn't give me a lot of love it would be nice to just pretend that like I was snuggling with him 
So your little emotional support animal, but also I feel like he's also like your emotional terrorizer animal too. Like, <laughs> like he plays both parts, you know, both sides of the field. Um, oh, for sure. For sure. Oh man. Well, I hope you guys like really do get better. I mean, it's insane to think that you're like, Oh yeah, we're going to New York to celebrate my sister's like bridal shower. And you're like, okay, we'll be here. And then we'll be back in time to like deal with what we got to deal with before Christmas. And then lo and behold, you test positive and like all hell breaks loose from a logistics standpoint. Like I can only imagine the levels of stress you've been experiencing. Oh my God. Stress, tears. Um, I was like, I just want to get home. And then I feel like, I feel like airlines are like preying on people like me and like, I'm not kidding. Like they wanted like 600 and something dollars for like basic economy. I was like, are you out of your fucking minds? Like, no. Um, So it's, it's been, it's been crazy, but like, I think another, another thing that I hadn't really thought of like being on this side of, Mm -hmm. or, you know, I guess until I was on the side of it, there's this like really, really weird feeling of like guilt. Mm. And like, cause you know, I had to be the one to like text everybody at my sister's bridal shower and be like, Hey, like, thanks for coming. Thanks for like bringing my sister gifts. Um, by the way, I may have exposed you to COVID. Um, and, and like, and I think, I think it pro- I think that I probably felt like guilt because I knew like, holy shit. Like I was so not quote unquote, like safe mm. that I can't even like discern where I got it from. But you were safe though. And you were following protocols as best you could. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think what's really funny is like, as you're saying that, it just reminds me of like this meme that had been cycling around for a while where um, it was actually a TikTok video, I think, where someone was like, <laughs> of getting COVID is essentially like the new STD where like you literally have oh to copy and yeah. be like, um, so I have chlamydia and you may have gotten it. But like this time it's like, so I tested positive for COVID. You may have it. You may not. You may not. It might be Delta. It might not be Omicron. Like you might, it might not be as easily transmissible, um, which is like wild to me. And I think it's so interesting that, um, and I know you had shared with me before that, you know, there's, I think some unfortunate, like shaming that kind of happens from the outside a little bit yeah. from serum folks, which is like so wild to me because you can literally get it any which way, shape or form. And it is not an STD. <laughs> Last yeah. I checked. <laughs> I don't um, think so, but. And it's like, you can be as careful as possible and still get it. You know what I mean? It's such like a luck of the draw kind of thing. And I just, at the end of the day, I just really want you guys to get better. And I just don't think that there should yeah. be any level of shame. You know, it's, it's happening. It's a, we're literally in the middle of a pandemic. People are getting it left and right. All of New York has gotten it now at this point. I mean, literally, no, like I, I literally, so I had to kind of remind myself at one point, like, wait a second, theoretically, the people that I'm calling could have been the ones to give it to me. Exactly. hundred percent. You never know. But I was just like the one that happened to like, be like, let me be a good Samaritan and take mm-hmm. a test literally for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. And then like by chance we tested positive and then just happened to like get sick a couple of days later. But it, the, the way it all happened is just like kind of crazy to me. Cause if not, we would have like just gone on a plane and not known any better. Right. Damn. Well, I guess we would have had symptoms, but you know what I'm saying? So it's, yeah, it's, it's just been a very, very interesting week. Well, imagine if you guys had been like completely asymptomatic, like literally you guys wouldn't have known. No. Would have gotten on a plane, would have gone home. Like this, this is what I mean by this thing. What COVID is, is so weird and interesting in that it's 
you could have people who are showing symptoms and they should know better, right? By taking certain precautions after they've gotten sick to ensure that they don't transmit it. But also on the flip side, there are a lot of people who, you know, are vaccinated, have done all of the protocols, who get it, who are asymptomatic, and then they're just living their lives. And like, imagine how many people could have gotten it from that, you know? It's just kind of crazy. Yeah. No, it's, it's like so crazy. And then I'm like, is it seven days? Is it 10 days? Can I go home? Oh, yeah. What do I do? Am I going to test positive? Am I going to test negative? <laughs> do I drink Theraflu? Is that even helping? I'm like, I don't know. Um, but I did, I will tell you one sick thing that I think might be like a thing in New York. Yeah. New, a trend that I've definitely jumped on the bandwagon for. And I understand now matzo ball soup. Oh yeah. That's like comforting AF. I never had it. I didn't know what it was. I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit concerned by the like texture yeah. when Mark ordered it. I thought he was ordering chicken soup and he ordered matzo ball soup and I like tried it and I was like, I don't really know how I feel about this. It felt gelatinous. So I was like, Ooh, is this liver? And then I kind of panicked. So then I was scared to touch it. And then I Googled it and I found out it's, it's not in fact, <laughs> it's not in fact liver. It's, it's, I think that there is like some like, chicken fat in it, but we're just going to ignore yeah. that. Um, but I will say, I feel like it's like, I'm, I'm down with a Jewish penicillin. <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> Isn't that what they I call it? I love it. Oh my God. I love it. No, I think that's what they call it. They call, oh, um, no they call multiple soup Jewish penicillin. Oh, I love that. I mean, I know, I've I, never heard that. I, it's probably a New York thing. I would assume. Was, yeah. 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 But that, 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 that just brings me so many like chuckles. I think, you know, for me, like I'm more of a pho girl. So like whenever I'm feeling sick, like pho is like my go-to, but like matzo ball soup is like a good, at least for me, like a good option too. Yeah. I never had it. And I think I kind of like it because, so my thing about chicken soup, if I'm not making it mm. is I'm very weird about chicken. And I don't know why they always put fucking dark meat, disgusting chicken in chicken noodle soup. <laughs> so, no, it's gross. Like, you know, like the black, the black chicken and then like I the whoobies, it. they got the whoobies floating around. No, I can't. I like literally can't. Wait, the whoobies? Is this the whoobies? What the fuck is a whoopie? Like the little fat things, the whoobies. <laughs> I love it that you keep repeating it as if I know what the fuck you're talking. The whoopies, the whoopies. The whoopies, you know, like the like cartilage pieces. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just can't. Like, I don't want any of that in my soup. So to be honest, I'm, I'm whatever. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm very, very interested in this because there's no, there's no meat in it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's good. I mean, you just got to like fill yourself up with like soupy goodness. I feel like whenever, at least that's for me, what I would do. I'm a soup girl through and through. So whenever I'm not feeling like, give me the soup. Also, I become a little bitch too when I'm sick. So I love it. Just want to be like cuddled up in like a blanket of warmth and just like chugging teas with honey and lemon and chugging soup. It's all a girl can ask for. No, I'm, that's what I've been trying to do. But tonight I was like, we're getting pizza. I was like, I haven't had pizza since I've been here. I'm having pizza. Got to feed the soul too. I get that. That's why I was like, we're doing it. And fingers crossed. Imagine this is like the cure that we all needed. (laughs) Pizza is the cure we all needed. Pizza is the cure we all needed for COVID. Um, For Pierre, that would be amazing, honestly. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Be like, pizza, pizza, the cure for COVID. (laughs) Could you imagine imagine? every slogan at every pizzeria in New York right now? I feel like I'll report back. I have good, I have uh, good vibes about this. Oh, I'm crossing fingers. It brings you all the healing you need in all levels. Thank you. I thank you. 
Um, okay, let's get down to business. Um, I want us to, you know, let's get started on our basic bitch quickies. Um, for those of our listeners who may be listening in on the first time, this is where we do sort of a lightning round of top headlines from the week and give our quick top of mind thoughts. So we've gone ahead and pulled a few. Um, Alina, are you ready with the timer? Yes. The one job. (laughs) I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm not going to lie, but I know you knew that my one job I was failing at miserably per per usual, but it hasn't helped that or not helped it. Um, Okay. I feel like we should give ourselves four minutes today. hundred percent. Okay. All right. So you go and then I will time us. Okay. The first headline is Tristan Thompson admitted to a sexual relationship for months with Marilee Nichols, the woman who claims he's the father of her child. All right, and go. I just have to laugh at this point. Like, poor Chloe. Like, really, she's been dragged through the fucking mud with this guy, not once, not twice, but three fucking times at this point. That we know of. That we know of, yeah. I am just like, what is wrong with this guy? And like, why is he, like, clearly this guy has no problem getting girls. Clearly this guy doesn't need to like, Mm-hmm. Waste her time. Yep. So why is he doing that? Like, why did he go through the whole? Oh, let's have another baby IVF thing. Like, like what? Like, what is the what point the of that? I just don't understand. Like, is it like an actual like psychological issue where men like this, or I'm sure there are women like this too, but like just like can't fucking help themselves? Like, I don't know. Is he like a? Is he a sociopath? Is he a narcissist? Is he? Could be all of the above. Liar. Like. What what is the point, Tristan? Like, why are you wasting this poor girl's time? I feel so bad for her. I think what really sucks here is that not only does he have a kid with this, with Chloe, he has another kid from another woman too. And what sucks is that not only- Wait, Marilee, have- or is there another one? No, there's another one before Chloe. Okay, I thought so. I thought so. Yeah. And then, there's, so there's, there's three now. So now he has no. three baby mamas. Um, not great. Um, and on top of that, he- like you've already set the precedent that you're a cheater. Then you come back, try to put in the effort and you put in the effort on camera for millions of people to view of like you trying to get Chloe back. Then we find out through these articles with this Marilee Nichols that you were actually during your time with Chloe and trying to redeem the relationship or redeem yourself, you were Snapchatting this woman because you knew that the messages would disappear you were Snapchatting her as, mind you, Black Jesus 01. Oh my God, that was his fucking username. Get so wait, when you sent me that article, I was wondering, do you think that maybe he was trying to like, I don't know. I feel like that was like a Kanye reference. Oh, Black Jesus. Doesn't, like Kanye think, doesn't Kanye think he's like God or Jesus or something like that? He does make references yeah. to a lot of like God-related stuff. I also think it could like tie into the narcissism aspect that you brought in before, right? Like oh, someone calling, yeah, calling yourself a black Jesus, like how self-important do you think you are that like you can make that reference and it's okay to use that as a username? Like that to me is kind of weird to begin with. Oh, so I just, I think what hurts most right now for me at least is I love Chloe. I always thought she's the underdog when it comes to the Kardashian family. And to see her like just want to be loved and like go through the shit that she went through with Lamar, go through, basically get dragged through the mud with this asshole 
And like having her daughter see this happen so publicly, I think that's what really sucks at the end of the day is your child when she grows up is going to know that daddy was a cheater and mommy kept giving him chances. And like, even like the way that you could spin that, like mommy, like wasn't strong enough to leave daddy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Daddy treated her like shit. Daddy went and fucked other things. He didn't love me. And like, I could just imagine sort of the narratives that can be built around that. That for me is what sucks. I mean, I don't mean to be an asshole, but like, I kind of feel like in general, I feel like all the Kardashian kids are going to have some sort of like, they're, oh, they're going to need a lot of therapy. And I really hope that they're it. starting pretty soon um, for so many reasons. And I think a lot of it just has to do with like fame and being at that level. Yes, exactly. And like the spotlight and that shit comes out and shit comes to light. But mm-hmm. um, no, I, I just, I, I love Chloe. Like everyone's, I was like, oh, like you're like the Chloe because I'm 5'10. And you know, I mean, I don't have all the work that she's had done or the revenge body or whatever it is. Like I know I, I just think that like she, it's so interesting because I feel like she was always the one who like stood up for herself and she was always like the one that wasn't afraid to say what was like, right. Okay. Um, it just, it really, really makes me so sad. Mm. And I pray to God she's not fucking pregnant with his kid. And oh, then, 100%. oh my God. And then on top of that, how do you think that makes her feel that she can't get pregnant? Meanwhile, this guy's knocking everybody else up. So it's clearly not him. Oh yeah. 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 I but I think we think all, that. we all knew that though, because of the struggles that were like publicly shown on the show before, like with her yeah. egg situation, when she was trying to like, you know, freeze her eggs and stuff. Um, God, I just feel so sorry for her. I know. It's, I also it's think that she time. needs like change her type though. Like, come on. Oh, 100%. She Shiny keeps musician. choosing. She keeps trying the um the like the the guys who are broken, you know, the ones that who you want to fix a little bit. Do you think it's broken? No, I think she knows she needs to stop fucking NBA players. I mean, she did for a period of time, but then she went with a rapper. She was like dating French Montana for a little bit. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Regardless, I still just think like maybe she needs like a normal, nice person. Oh, 100%. 6'4. Mm-hmm. That will be fine. She can still wear heels. She needs like a machine gun Kelly, Travis Barker. Oh my gosh. No, she does not. <laughs> um, do you see how they're cheating their girls? Come on. Come on. Right, like that's Pete a Davidson. Point. Come on. Remember we were making that joke before where I was like, there's this meme going around oh. of like Chris calling and being like, Chloe, you need to get yourself a fucking like rocker type soon. Like, or you're kicked out of the family. You're kicked I, out. You're done. I, if she doesn't, if we don't see one pop up in the next three months... Who's left? What what rocker is there? Joel Madden is married to Nicole. The other one, Benji Madden, is married to Cameron Diaz. Diaz, yeah, that's right. Who else? What are the other little rocker men out there? Who's another punk rock mm. person? Mm. Literally, who's left? That's actually a good question. I'm sure that there's several. I'm just like not in that scene anymore, so I can't really pick them. I used to be a little punk rocker back in high school, but did you? Oh, I mean, yeah. I think everybody went through the like dashboard confessionals like that emo phase no I was like a skater punk rocker like yeah yeah yeah. I was one of those I feel like I can totally see that of course you could but I'm really glad that you're (laughs) over that period (laughs) over that phase in my life yes (laughs) really really glad um well TBD I just hope that she tries something different may or may not need to be a punk rocker yeah man skinny tattoos piercings yeah. um see. i don't think it will be i'm not gonna lie she hasn't come out i feel like she's gonna give tristan another shot 
I hope to I God I hate not. to say it, but I think she will. No, I I hope not because so there was this whole thing, and I know we're like taking up way much oh God, more time than we need to. It was like um, 15, 15 minutes. It's okay. But it's like a big topic though, because I feel like we keep referencing it because he is so in the wrong in multitude of ways. Um, but there was something that came out where apparently she had made some kind of like face during one of the award shows when um, it was either like JLo or somebody had gone up and she made a face and people like tried to rip into her in the media. And she came out in a statement and was just like, you know, I'm sorry that that's the way it was perceived. Like I consider her like a powerful woman, blah, 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 blah. She was like, honestly, I've been out of my body and not really here. And that like just broke my heart because it was shortly after this was made public. So she's going through a really rough time. Um, and she was like, I'd appreciate if you didn't make judgments about me when you don't really know what I'm going through. And I was just like, Chloe's really just going through it right now. And she well, has I mean, been for the past they, few years. Yeah, but they all are, right? Like, I mean, Kylie's about to go broke because oh. she's going to be financing. Well, not literally. I don't know. But come on, she's going to be financing her baby daddy's fucking trial. So <laughs> she's about to be broke. <laughs> Kim is going through a divorce. Kanye is like mortifying her on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Um, And you know, like they're all going through it. Mm. I think Kendall's the only, well, Courtney and Kendall. Kendall's like living her life. Separate from all of them. Like nobody really knows what's going on with Kendall. She's just like, hi, what's up? (laughs) She's my birthday twin, Scorpio sisters. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, um, yep, yep. She's just fucking thriving. She's like, bitches, I'm skinny. I don't need any work done. Um, she's like, I don't have any kids. I can go out and fucking party. I can do what I want. I'm not scared of COVID. She really is just living her best fucking life. I mean, good for her. Yeah. Although I actually have a question for you about Kendall. Ooh. I don't know if you saw, but she posted the other day on Instagram and, and uh, she said something like, it's all about the tinsel. And she did all these different like angles of her Christmas tree. Mm. And apparently she's very into tinsel. Hmm. I need to know your opinion on tinsel. I was never really a big fan as a kid of tinsel. Okay. Like my mom would put it on and like, you know, like back in the nineties, it was all about like the colorful ass tinsel. Like, oh my God. Oh. Yeah. Like the, the silver and like the, like it, it was a lot, you know, like the multi, like sometimes it was like blue and silver and you're like, where the fuck did this blue silver mix come from? Well, I kind of appreciate that. That's I think a nod to Hanukkah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it is a nod to Hanukkah, isn't it? Um, yeah, but it was just like so Did funny. You guys, so inclusive. Like, oh, girl, my mom loved, oh, loves Christmas. But um, it would be like a mix of shit where it was like the red and silver and then the blue and silver and then some of the regular silver. <laughs> like it didn't, my mom was like, more is more. Like <laughs> that was my mom. mom. More is never enough. Just keep putting on more and more and more. So um, I don't do tinsel. I just do like ornaments and that's it on my Christmas tree. What, what about, about garland to so no garland? No. Okay, good. I hate garland. I fucking hate tinsel. Yeah. I hate color. So do you, what do you do for your trees? Like what, what, what is the, what is the norm? Um, so I'm not going to lie. I do have a fake tree, which... We'll get into this later. I know. Um, But I do have a fake tree that I have because it's pre-lit. I'm not going to lie. I can't be fucking bothered with that. I also (laughs) can't be bothered to put water in my thing. And my dogs are crazy, right? Like they eat everything. I don't need them to go to try to eat the Christmas tree too. Um, So I just do ornaments. And then the pre-lit white lights, no color. 
And my ornaments are typically clear. I did Mm. get crazy and I introduced a couple of burgundy into the mix last year. Nice. They're generally like champagne, silver, gold. Oh, I like that. That's looking. And then I do have some more like sentimental ornaments that I kind of cluster in the back where no one can see them. Oh, I love it. It ruins the aesthetic. Girl, you know, this household is all about aesthetic. (laughs) Minimalist is the best type of aesthetic for us here. Um, That's so interesting. I had one, I'll tell you this one story because Mm -hmm. I just feel like it is appropriate to understanding my PTSD with live trees. Um, So when growing up, we would get live trees and then we moved over to, and I think this was after my dad had a stroke, we moved over to like fake trees because it was just like easier to maintain and deal with. And when Pierre and I first got together, now mind you, Pierre grew up a J-dub. So like he didn't grow up with holidays, unfortunately. I got a J-dub. I'm dead. Have you never heard me say that? <laughs> no, I haven't heard you say that. But at first, for, for a second, I was like, what does that stand for? And then I had to like remember what it stands oh. for. For our listeners, it means Jehovah's Witness. His mother was or is. Um, he was just like forced into like not participating in holidays growing up. So when he got with me, me being holiday crazy, I was like, we have to celebrate all the things. Um, so within our like first few years of us being together, I was like, we have to get a tree. And he was like, why? And I was like, because it's part of the tradition. We have to get a tree. So of course we went to this like cute little organic place in Berkeley no pest says nothing, like super, super like Berkeley hippie-esque type spot to get our treat. Get You're showing your, your Bay Area right now hard. Oh, hardcore. Um, and mind you, it wasn't really on purpose. It was just sort of like the local spot. So we just went. We bring it into the house and we're setting it up. And me being the dumbass that I am, I was like, oh, let me just shake it a little bit to help with like the... <laughs> leaves and all of a sudden wham all of these things fall into the floor and I was like huh interesting but then what really added to it was the fact that these things started to move and then that's when I started to scream and Pierre starts to laugh and he goes and gets like the insecticide stuff that we have at home and starts spraying everywhere and basically we just had a shit ton of like bugs that came out of this tree and ever since then I have been very much a big uh, supporter of fake trees, and I don't think I will ever do a live tree in my household ever again. Oh my God, absolutely not. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, let me just shake it up a little bit just to like help loosen up some of the leaves on here. Um, yeah, no, worst decision of my life. Um, and to this day, Pierre's like, he will always be like, oh, you want to go get a, a live tree? You want to go relive that experience? Nope, I'm good, sir. Thank you. I learned my lesson. <laughs> oh my God, absolutely not. I think I would yeah. fucking drop dad. And that's why I think like white, I like the white fake trees. Yeah. I'm kind of into, wait, you mean flocked or white? Is there a difference? Flocked is when it like looks like a slight, like snow. No, I meant like white. White. Okay. White, white, white. Yeah. I like them. Like the white fake ones. Cause then it lends to the aesthetic, I think. Well, it's like, this is meant to be fake. Like we're not, we're not pretending exactly. here. We're not like, we know that like, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd be down with that. Yeah. Um, okay. I support this. Mm, good. All right. Good, good, good. I'm glad I got on Alina's like checklist of like, of Christmas appropriate. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know how I feel about Christmas, um, which we'll get to momentarily. Yes. Um, okay. So next one, we spent up 47,000 minutes on Justin <laughs> and Chloe. Um, okay. So I have a couple of different articles. I'm here for it. Headlines that I want to read because I think they're all pretty good. Could have been mm-hmm. one. Um, okay. So 
Ben Affleck felt trapped in Jennifer Garner marriage. We grew apart, quote unquote. The second one is Ben Affleck tried to drink away the pain. Now he's trying honesty. I think that's a pretty catchy headline. Um, drinking away the pain didn't help. So Ben Affleck turns to honesty. Okay, that's kind of the same thing. Okay, I'm gonna give us five minutes. Now I'm gonna give us four minutes. Okay, go. I find it really funny, this resurgence of interest in Ben Affleck, primarily because he's now with J-Lo. Um, do I agree with what he said on this interview about the fact that like him and Jennifer had gotten to a point where like she was the reason for his drinking because they were at each other's throats all the time? No, not really. Not a fan of that. Like, I understand you want to be honest, but you also have kids with this person. You're co-parenting with them. I'm also sure based on what like we've talked about in previous episodes of the whole him being with J-Lo, then leaving J-Lo to be with Jennifer and then leaving Jennifer and now getting back with JLo probably doesn't feel great to Jennifer already. Like right God, definitely not. So like I can already imagine there being tension between them as co-parents. And now with this out in the media, like I can only assume that it is amplifying the tension between them and creating some hostility for their kids. It all goes back to the kids for me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the kids are probably... Because they're not that young, right? Like they're mm-hmm. like teenagers at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just I think that's irresponsible on that part. But at the at the same time, I I just think I feel like this maybe taken out of context. Yeah, sure, of course. Like I feel like he was trying to say like I was so miserable in my marriage, and I think that that's okay to admit that out loud. Like whatever. Yeah, you have kids. They're going to see this one day. It's probably going to suck. Also, they need therapy. But in general, everyone needs therapy. So I support this. Um, But I feel like, I feel like he was trying to say like our marriage didn't work because we grew apart. And so rather than like deal with the challenges and like face the fact that we need a divorce, I drank. I think though that people are interpreting it like, oh, Ben Affleck, what is his name? Ben Affleck is saying that he (laughs) drinks because of Jennifer Garner. And I don't think that's actually what he was saying. Yeah, no, it isn't. It's, they took it out of context 100%. Yeah. But I also Which, think that he should have been careful with his words, especially when you're saying something sure. along those lines within that region, talking about his alcoholism and how he's now sober and all that. Like, it just does not lend well already considering the narrative between them publicly. I just, I get it. But I feel like once you're a celebrity too, there's a certain level of being careful about what you say when you say it because you know things are going to be taken out of context. Like we kind of talked about this in like our canceling, the cancel culture journalism piece where like, you know, fucking journalists are going to take whatever you say, spin the shit out of it to make it into a nice headline that's going to get people to fucking click on it. And as we all know, most of people are not looking at the actual articles and reading through them. They're just taking their information from the headlines. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree that there is a level of like responsibility, but I also think who's the one that, not what's the opposite. Sorry, my brain is, I, I have COVID fog. Um, <laughs> what's the opposite of benefits? Doesn't benefit? No, really. What's the opposite of benefit? What's the word I'm looking for? Ben, uh, so you don't take a benefit, but like a deduction? Sure. Um, but I guess like, is it is it just impacting his? No, I, no, I guess like this was like a detriment to Jennifer, not yeah. him. There we go. Got yeah. it. Okay. So, all right. Yeah, I get it. I, I think that he probably could have chose his words a little bit yeah. more wisely. But at the same time, I also think that like people need to like get off his dick. I think people need to leave everybody alone. He's back with J-Lo. 
Yeah. I think it's fucked up and I would kill him if I were Jennifer Gardner. I would be like, cool. So the 27 years that we spent together was a waste of time and complete lie. Um, but I mean, right. Come on. That's, I think that's probably going to be the worst thing ever now that I'm thinking about it more. Being like, hey, I know that we were married for like 12 years and had three kids. That was a sham because I really wanted to be with J-Lo over here. Um, that is kind of like shitty. That is actually very shitty, 100%. That is so shitty. I think that that's like the only thing worse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Than being, not, not being cheated on, but like having no. your partner leave you for someone. It's like when it's like, oh, were they thinking about them every time we, you know? Oh, every God. time the P was in the V. P was in the V or like P was in the B or V and V. Remember? Inclusivity. (laughs) LGBTQIA plus XLC. I don't know. Wait, what? (laughs) Did you just tack on some letters there or did they actually like extend it? (laughs) No, I I think that they did. I think they did. LGBTQ. Wait, no, it really is. Okay, so now. Oh, okay, go ahead. It's LGBTQIA 2S plus. I was close. I think I added something else in there, but interesting. I had no idea that it had been extended like that. Well, that's yes, good to know. Extended. See, okay. I thought it was oh, so look I, at me teaching you. Uh, I love it. I'm here for it. Brain teacher. <laughs> I mean, student becomes a teacher. Love it. So. Okay, we have one more, and I feel like we're going to have a lot of thoughts about this. Yes, please. I'm very excited, and I mean, all of the all of the headlines are effectively saying the same thing. So I just chose one. Mm-hmm. Selling sunsets. Chriselle Staus and Jason Oppenheim have split five months after confirming romance and go. I guess for me, it's like, how the fuck is that going to now work out at work? (laughs) And and also secondly, is this just like publicity leading into season five, which we also don't know when it's going to air. Um, Yeah. I, I just, they were so in love. And I just remember reading an article like two weeks ago where they were gushing over each other. So kind of curious what led to the breakup. Okay. So I, hold on, I screenshotted it because I wanted to read his message. He broke his silence today on Instagram. Ooh, interesting. And he posted a picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't see. Anyway, he posted a picture of the two of them and said, while Chriselle and I are no longer together, we remain best friends and we will always love and support one another. She was the most amazing girlfriend I've ever had. Ooh, ouch, Mary. Ouch. Um, and it was the happiest and most fulfilling relationship of my life. Ooh, ouch, Mary. While we have different wants regarding a family... We continue to have the utmost respect for one another. Chriselle is an exceptional human being and loving her and having her in my life is one of the best things that has ever happened to me. So okay. call me a pessimist, but like, I feel like this is all PR. No, I, so at first I was, I was like, this is weird. Cause she literally posted that Instagram post where they were like in her makeup trailer this week and they were fine and amicable. And, yeah. you know, obviously it was like cutesy. Um, and then I saw that because I was like scouring the internet and I was like, why did they break up? Someone must know. Come on, Christine, do your mm-hmm. job. You hate this bitch. Take her down. This is your opportunity. <laughs> um, Christine hasn't said anything to my knowledge, but then I saw that. And so it looks like they're saying that they want different things in regards to their family. I just feel like it happened very quickly if that's actually what caused this. Like you were like in love a day ago. You're still saying you're obsessed with each other. You're her boss. You have to see her on a day-to-day basis. That's also, like, weird. how do you not know? what the other one wants from a family perspective. I don't buy it. Yeah, I I don't buy it. I'm going to go back to, like, this is a PR stunt. I don't think that it's... I just It also just, like, makes me think, like, is the PR stunt the relationship or is the PR stunt the the breakup? 
I think it's the relationship. And so um, I know that like they haven't announced anything yet. Mm. However, I was thinking back to when we did, I think, was it The Selling Sunset? No, it was, it was, it was when they um, announced that mm. they were together like back in July. And you were like, I think that this is PR because they're, they're about to drop their new, new season. season. Yep. I don't think that it's PR for season five. I like it is, but I think that like they were quote unquote together. Just for the show. For the show. And then that gave them content for season five. So now everybody wants to watch it. Yeah. And then again, it just happened a little bit too fast. And then to blame it on something that like, if you're truly best friends and your coworkers and like, you've known each other for years, like I feel like you're probably having this conversation before you're like eight months into a relationship. Yeah. And I don't think that you're going to break up that quickly if you're so in love and obsessed with each other. So I'm with you now. I definitely think that it was 100% PR for the show. Yes. One and I think that that's true. Mm-hmm. And that makes me really upset. Well, we kind of talked about this though. Like there's a level of producer manipulation. There is a level of them like creating narratives because they need to know how they're going to get audiences to watch the fucking show. So, and I think that this is a lot more common than we think it is. But I think this is like, this isn't producer manipulation. This is like actually them like signing up yeah. and like saying that they are together hey. and then blaming it on who wants the family. Like, what does that even mean? Does she want a baby and he doesn't? Does he want a baby and she doesn't? Like, Also, she's an actress. Like she started off as an actress. So exactly. they could very much like act out being in love with someone. I mean, just I, I mean, also, wait, hold on. Oh, hold on. They didn't post any photos of them kissing. It was him kissing her neck, mm. her kissing his cheek. Mm. She was sitting on his lap, though, in Italy at some point. I remember that. I mean, I sit on your lap. That's true. That's fair. You know what I mean? You sit yeah, on yeah. that. Like, I don't think that that means anything. And I feel fair like enough. I feel like all of the pictures that we've ever seen, they've been more than friendly, but definitely not like, oh, my God, so much PDA. Like, I can hold hands with... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, 100%. No, I agree with you. Yep. Oh my I mean, God. That is commitment to Netflix. Netflix, <laughs> come on. I wonder how much they get paid. Like, if you think about it, like, how much are these folks getting paid that they would want to keep the show going on outside of what they already make through luxury real estate? I think that's the, the missing data point that I want is how much they're getting for this show. Well, I mean, Chriselle just bought herself. Um, was it like a three three point three million dollar house? That's right. So, yep, right. yep. I imagine yep. that she's probably making a good amount. I can't uh, believe it. Come on, Christine, spill the tea. We need you. That is true. No, I really do wish she would come out and be the villain that we all need right now. But um, I, she seems like she doesn't want to be the villain anymore because she's like making all these statements about how like I said what I said, but it was taken out of context and all this shit. So yeah. But then wasn't it like at the V was it the VMAs or the people's choice awards where she was just like, am I the villain? Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I am, but I am. And I love it. And I was like, uh, you definitely didn't sound like that in the ending of season four, but okay. Yeah. That's Mary, what we want. We want the Mary, villain. Mary. Mary. Oh my God, that's the annoying thing I think I've ever watched on television. Mary, Mary, Mary. Oh, whatever. Okay. COVID Alina is so spicy. It's not even funny. I don't have any fucking patience for anyone. I hate everyone. I kind of love it though. It's like my boss said that to me today. She's like, I really like this version of you. Oh, yeah. She like said something to me. She's like, oh, I'm trying to follow up on this. And my response was that seems like a January problem at this point. 
like verbatim. That's what I said to her. I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I don't feel good. I was like, I'm feeling very saucy. And she's like, I really like it. Oh, I love that she's supportive of the sauciness though. Like I'm here for it. I mean, you know, I like want more sauciness. Like let's turn up the sauciness, but like turn down the COVID symptomness. Like that's, that's all. (laughs) I know. But now how am I ever going to go back to like having my normal voice? Is my voice deeper? It sounds deeper in my head. It is a little deeper. I okay. will say too, you, your New York accent is coming in a lot more thicker this time around too. That's it. Yeah. I think it's just because I'm here and I'm angry. I'm just yeah. like very mad today. <laughs> so it's happening. I love it. I would have to tell you my mom's favorite thing about our podcast is the juxtaposition between us where I'm like, the, me, 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 me. And you're like, like the New Yorker, like the extra sassy New Yorker. My mom loves it. She absolutely loves it. Oh my God, it's- I want your mom to think of me as like a tiny little baby angel and I never want her to know anything. And now she knows that I curse and that's not good. And now I have to like do some major recon and I'm not happy about it, but that okay. ship has her. Her. long sailed my friend. No, it's not good. It's not good. How do I, how do I redeem myself? It's okay. I she actually, still loves you. I actually played like the intro for my mom the other day and, and I was like excited, excited. And then I was like, who are fucking, and I was like, Ooh. <laughs> my mom literally, and I like literally pressed pause and I was like, I was like palpitating. And my mom was like, you think I don't know that you have a filthy mouth? <laughs> like my mom literally like just started saying like shit a year ago. And I remember the first time she like cursed. I was like, excuse me, young lady. And my mom was like, oh, what? You think I don't know you say this shit? And I was like, oh, you said it twice. It was so weird. And now my mom heard it and now it's public and it's weird. And I lied and I told her I was going to send her like a link to listen. And I just don't know if I can do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we talk about some pretty saucy stuff on here. I don't you know. know if you're... I told my mom, don't listen to it. I will give you clips to listen to every once in a while. Thank God. Yeah. No, she hasn't. I love that she listens. I know. Well, she listened to the end just like that reviews. She really, really loves that segment. Yeah. And I hope all of our listeners love it too. (laughs) No, I'm so excited for Thursday. I was going to say tomorrow. tomorrow. Um, Mm. Yeah. I'm a fucking fraud. I pretend that like around parents, I'm like a completely different person, as you know. Yeah. Well, I think we all are though, right? Like I feel like we can't really be our true authentic selves with our parents because there's a certain way that they want to keep us in their heads. So it's like, oh, there's a different version there. And then there's the other version that I am with my friends and other folks. (laughs) And there's the authenticity. Um, Okay. Kind of is an interesting topic, I think, for segueing into the holidays. I know. I realized it's like, oh my gosh, earlier when we were talking about Kendall, that was like so off the cuff. And I realized that would have been such a good way for us to talk, like to bring up the topic, which Mm -hmm. is my favorite thing in the world, as you know. I know. Christmas. I'm obsessed with Christmas. I know. It's like me for Halloween is basically you with Christmas. Mm -hmm. That's the way that it's always been. Yeah. I'm like obsessed. I, I had to hold back this year. Mm-hmm. And oh no, I'm lying. I did actually have the tree up for Thanksgiving. I took a poll. People like the couple of folks who are coming over, Paul included. Paul is not a fan of trees up before Chris, uh, Thanksgiving. Interesting. Um, I decided to ignore his thoughts and his feelings <laughs> and opinion, and I put it up anyway. And my justification was that we were coming to New York so soon after, and so I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not even going to get to like enjoy it for the month of you know for the beginning of December. May as well put it up and have it. Interesting. Um, So I know a lot of people whose tradition is like after Thanksgiving dinner, um, they will then put up the tree that night or like- That's what we used to do. That's what we used to do growing up. I love that. Another tradition I really love of yours that you introduced our family to at Thanksgiving last year was the crackers. 
I know. I didn't realize that no, like people don't do that here. My family always does that. It's so interesting. I'd never seen that. And mind you, I've watched a lot of Christmas movies too. And I'd never seen that before in my life. So years ago. So the Christmas cracker thing, it's it's actually a British tradition. And my mm. family started doing it when um I have an aunt who's from Ireland. And so she's the one that like brought that to oh, our family, that. I guess. Uh, no, they're not together anymore, but I oh, still, okay. if you're <laughs> totally listening, I still love that tradition and I will continue to do it forever. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, I love it. I just think it's like, it's so fun. Yeah. And then the stupid crowns are of course great. They're amazing. Um, have, but it does suck when you're the one who like gets stuck with no prize or like no, no cracker. And then like, you're like, cool. That, that was great. Um, <laughs> But I was really like, God excited. damn it. <laughs> damn it again. Um, but this year I so I always buy like the little mini ones just from Home Goods because um I always forget and need to buy them at the last minute. But really cool that Home Goods carries them. Mm. And this year, my personal favorite prize. Oh God, what was it? Were the rape whistles. I thought it was amazing that they provided Wait. whistles. And so I like put it on Wait. a keychain. No, 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 no. Well, it's a whistle. To... It's a whistle, but I'm like, what else am I gonna use a fucking whistle for? You think I'm coaching a <laughs> soccer league? Literally, it was like, you just called it a rape whistle. Like, wait, what? Yeah, you never got those in college? They used to give out rape whistles in college with, like, the number to the security. Wait, this is, like, not a thing. I mean, it's because I went to school in Florida. You needed that thing. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I never I got a rape whistle. But also the fact that she just called it casually, like, a rape whistle versus just a whistle. Like, oh, yeah, we got a whistle. But no, you literally called it, oh, yeah, it's a rape whistle. Like well, That's the wait. functionality I would use it for. Like, God forbid, you know, you walk the dogs at night. Uh, no, no, no. I, I totally get it. But for me in my head, it's just hilarious because you have to understand the context of like, oh yeah, we got crackers and they had a rape whistle. I was like, what kind of themed crackers are these? Like, Jesus. Oh my God. No. It, like, I was like, well, this is cool. I could actually use this. It was like that and like a a spinning top thing. I don't want that. I want the, I want the rape whistle. Oh, you I need, need that. Like a little spinny thing. Yeah. That, oh, I, I like it. You know what I'm talking about. Like a top. Yeah, yeah. It's just a toy. tops, but I don't know. That can be perceived in different ways if someone hears a snippet. So we'll just, yeah. So <laughs> no, so I was so excited about the whistles and I was like collecting them. I was like, I'll take that one and that one and that one. Thank you. Oh, that's cute. Actually. I feel like I haven't seen anyone blow a whistle or like have had a whistle in my hand in like years. Um, unless if you're like a soccer coach. Yeah. hundred percent, which we all know I am not. So which I am not, <laughs> which I am not. Oh my so, God. That is so funny. Yeah, I find the traditions around like Christmas and the holidays so intriguing, especially someone who's like, and I think you can relate to this too, coming from different backgrounds. Like you are Chinese mm-hmm. and white. I am, you know, Afro Arab. You're Asian. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and for me, like being a Egyptian coming to the U.S. with immigrant parents, like it's always been so intriguing to me. Like, where did this like whole concept, you know, come from? Like, rape whistles in your Christmas crackers. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I didn't even like know these Christmas crackers existed, even until like what last year, um, kind of crazy. I always like love those little surprises where I'm like, ah, oh, traditional surprises, yay. Um, yeah, and I also what I find funny about. Um, Christmas too is, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's the birth of Jesus. And, you know, other people are like, no, it's Easter is the celebration of the birth of Jesus. And there's always like that ongoing conflict. Wait, and is then that you- a conflict? 
Oh yeah. That's like a thing. Some people are just no. like, no, it's like the birth of Jesus is on the 25th. And I'm like, um, it's Easter, isn't it? No, Easter is the death. <laughs> it's oh. when it's See, when clearly I did not. <laughs> clearly did not you, to- you did not go to CCD CCT, on Saturday exactly. mornings. I remember <laughs> every Saturday morning had to go and it was like a social event of the season. So insane. I guess at the weekend. I will say what I do find interesting in regards to like the history of Christmas is that originally, like, if you look at like the skin in Scandinavia, like it was like a Norse tradition called like Yule. And then you fast forward to like the Romans and there was a thing called Saturnalia, which was like the festivity of like to celebrate the God of agriculture, which was really wild. And then the Pope shortly after the creation of Christianity and all of that, they then were like, okay, well, we'll bring in something to do with Jesus and the concept of Christmas, but we'll make it on the 25th to celebrate the birth of Jesus so that it's on top of this pagan tradition that we're basically trying to squash and not have it be a thing anymore, which I feel like is just so common of all holidays, really, when you think about it, like it's always pagan roots. And then Christianity was like, nope, we ain't doing that. We're going to switch it with something that we like. Well, I like it. I'm not going to lie. So thank you, Pope, whichever yeah. Pope you were. <laughs> I can't even remember. It was like I'm, I'm a fan. The Pope the first of something or other. Um, Interesting. So, okay. Um, so really quickly, this is my understanding of it. And so you can like fact check me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where the 25th came in, but it sounds like that's where it came in. Um, but I thought Jesus was like actually born on little Christmas, which is like January 6th. Yeah. So the Bible doesn't actually mention a date for his birth. Um, So some people will point out that his birth may have actually occurred in the spring because when you read the Bible, they talk about like shepherds, um, shepherds shepherding, if you will. And and why would shepherds be herding in the middle of winter? Like that doesn't make any sense. I don't fucking know. Do I look like a shepherd? Don't they have to watch the sheep though in the winter too? Yeah, but they wouldn't be hurting them in the middle of winter because in the middle of winter, they would be like locked up essentially because there's no greenery and it would be all- They locked up? What do you mean? Do they not? Hold on. I'm very confused about this. Yeah, like in the midst of winter where it's dead cold- You don't feed the sheep? No, of course they would be fed, but they probably wouldn't be like off gallivanting about like they would be in the spring. Also considering the weather conditions of the time, like it, it's all, all I'm saying Wait, is- Wait, what's winter like in Israel? I need to know. I don't know. Also, I feel like global warming has probably had an effect and like things have changed since then too. So we don't really know. (laughs) All right. So, okay, fine. So I'm just telling you born. the church decided December 25th, we're going to give you an extra holiday before the new year. Well, it was Pope Julius. Companies will give you the day off. Okay. Well, the Pope is going to give us an extra couple of days off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah, so it was like first called the Feast of Nativity, and that was to get basically to adopt and absorb the traditions of the pagan tradition, Saturnalia. Um, And it was like a custom that was spread to Egypt by about 432. um, And then it spread over to England and the rest of Europe towards the end of the 6th century. Fun facts. Okay, and then where did Santa Claus come in? Like the elves? (laughs) Because that's what I'm interested in. And like, where does mistletoe come into all of this? Um, so and, I know- and mulled wine, because that's an important one. 
So I think mold wine might have actually been like a European creation. Um, but in regards to all of that, I have no fucking clue. It's a great, all great questions. But I do know that Santa Claus can actually be traced back to a monk named St. Nicholas, who apparently, so this is kind of funny though, because I feel like when we think about St. Nicholas and we think about Santa Claus, it's like this big, jolly white man with like the beard, like you would assume he's somewhere from Europe, but he was actually, um, this saint was born in Turkey around 280 AD. So St. Nicholas yes. was around. So <laughs> Nicholas was brown, homegirl. Wow. So <laughs> yeah. wait, it's funny that I actually knew that he was from Turkey. And the reason why is because two years ago in Hong Kong, we did like mm-hmm. a little orphan Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I did my I did a Christmas quiz, which is a new um tradition that I wasn't able to uphold last year because of COVID. And I'm not able to uphold this year because of COVID. So it's time to get the fuck out COVID. Um, But so I did this Christmas quiz and I was so excited. I spent like weeks putting it together. I had a PowerPoint. I did effects. Things were like flying in from all angles. There were graphics. Um, Nobody liked my Christmas quiz, by the way, because apparently it was too hard. Oh, wow. Okay. It was very, um, what's the word, controversial. Mm. Um, And one of the questions was, where did St. Nick come from? And I think everyone guessed Finland. Oh, okay. I mean, that's kind of fair considering that like Slavic region was where like Yule started off, which is sort of like somewhat of the origins of Christmas. But yeah, Santa Claus didn't come into effect until literally 280 AD. I know. Which is funny. But I will say that people assume um, that he first entered American like pop culture um, in the late 18th century, fun, funny enough, in New York. Um, and it was around really uh, Dutch families and their traditions in honor, honoring the anniversary of his death. Um, and they called him Sint Nicholas or Sinterklaas and for short. Um, and that's how they got Santa Claus. I know. Isn't it funny when you actually think about the history of like why things became the way that they did? It's just like a whole bunch of folks who immigrated from, you know, the Dutch region came over and they were like, oh, these are things that we do. And then it just spread like wildfire. And now it's like a massive tradition in the U.S. Like the Christmas crackers. Yeah, that's, that's it is kind of crazy. Um, um, and, and apparently the iconic version of Santa Claus as we know him is like the jolly man in like the red and white suit. Um, that became a thing in the 1880s because of a political cartoonist who took someone's poem that I was based that. off of St. Nicholas and he created the image that we all know and love today. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Right? But it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like he probably didn't realize how much of an impact his cartoon was going to have yeah. in like how much of a consumerist image Christmas has become. You know what I mean? Like everything Christmas always has that like jolly image of Santa Claus as we know it. Well, it is the happiest time of the year. Um, I know, I know. So before we talk about just like the general sentiment of the public, and this is pre and hopefully Mm -hmm. post-COVID, question, when did you first find out that Santa is your mom and dad or your parents or your caretakers were inclusive on this podcast? I was uh, (laughs) inclusive on this podcast. Coming in with the fire today, Alina. Um, I have one very vivid memory of me being the asshole child yelling at a kid at my table while we were drawing Santa Clauses or coloring in Santa Clauses in kindergarten. You make yours brown. (laughs) No, No, I did not make mine brown. I did not know at the time that Santa Claus was brown. Um, But yelling at this kid and making her cry because I was like, Santa Claus isn't real. 
And then you said when, that? Yeah, I said that. Oh my uh, God, you were that kid? But I mean, are you surprised though? Like with no, the I'm shit- really mad at you right now. I know, I know. Very like, distraught. Wait, how old were you? What grade? I was like, this was kindergarten. So oh, like oh, five, wow. yeah. I was that, yeah, that was me. It's like, if Christmas is ruined for me, it is ruined for everyone. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, that wasn't even my thinking. It's just, you know me. It's like, once I have information, it's like, I want to share it. So that was, that was Maddie in the, in oh, the no. typecast of I, the brain from a very young age. Oh my God. I think I would have killed you. So <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Um, I also remember when I found out and I remember who told me and I can't believe I'm about to admit this publicly, but I was in the fifth grade. So, so oh, I was, stop. I was like 10. Um, no, no. Okay. So here's the thing. I think I like knew, but I also like really just wanted good gifts to come from Santa. So sure. I like kind of like told myself, no, 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 no. Santa's real. Santa's real. Mm. And then my friend Antoinette, who was like my best friend growing up, she was like, she found out that I believe Santa was real and she made fun of me so hard. (laughs) And I remember being like, you're just jealous because you're Jewish and Santa Claus. (gasps) (laughs) Oh my God. So I've been a little asshole. Um, Like I remember being like so angry at her. And then I went home and I told my mom and my mom and her mom were also really good friends. And my mom (laughs) calls Michelle and was like, I can't believe Antoinette told Alina, blah, 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 blah. And it was like this whole fucking thing. There was so much drama between me and my best friend, my mom and her best friend. Like they like didn't go walking for a couple of weeks because my mom was so distraught that she told me that Santa wasn't real. I kind of love your mom though for like <laughs> keeping the magic alive for so long for you. I, was 10. I actually <laughs> really love that about your mom. Like the fact that she yeah. was so adamant about keeping that magic alive for you. I remember like before I knew that Santa wasn't real. Um, I did a very good job about keeping it a secret to my little brother. Like I didn't tell him anything growing up, but like I really love the tradition of like baking the cookies, leaving it out for Santa, having the milk. My dad intentionally would eat the cookies and he would leave one with like a bite mark of his and leave it. Oh, my mom would do that too. Yeah. Um, And I just relished so much in those traditions. And I remember wanting to keep it alive for my little brother growing up. But at the same time, like, I think my parents were very anticlimactic about telling me that like Santa didn't exist. They were like, yeah, he isn't real. And that's when I was like, oh, everyone needs to know it's a sham. It's a lie. <laughs> like, that's just so fitting. And I'm actually like not that surprised when I hear about how it, what happened. <laughs> I'm still very angry with you and not letting you anywhere near my children if I, I ever have them. And Very or- much keep the magic alive for them. Okay. Okay, yeah. you better. I will um, die without them. I will take it to the grave. Like I will okay. still be like, what? Your mom said Santa doesn't exist. Well, she wait, crazy? hold on. Is she on Sa- crack? Santa's brown. You're gonna have to <laughs> Santa's brown kids. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that you can tell my kids. Wait, hold on. So I actually have a funny story about this whole story that I just told. Um, last year, you know, we were in the virtual Zoom world still, and we had a virtual Zoom annoying happy hour at the company Ugh. I worked at. And so we had to tell like, I, th- I, I don't know if I was answering that question or what it was. Mm. And um, and so I told that story. Mm. And then one of the girls on the call, I literally just see her go like, <gasps> and so she was like, oh my God. She was like, my headphone just like died. And so like the the volume 
was like loud off of her laptop. And she was just like, my daughter just heard. And she was just like, she looked at me and like, was like, mommy, is that real? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I literally was like, oh my God. The girl's like three. She's, it's not like she's like 12. Like it's, it's not like, it's like a socially God. acceptable age for her to like not you believe in ruin Christmas for a three-year-old Alina. Wait. I was so upset. And so then I literally like was messaging her after and I was just like, I am so sorry. I literally was like, do you want me to get a Santa suit? I will come and like casually walk past your oh house. I'll God. rent reindeers. Like I'll dress my dogs up. What do you need me to do? And she was like, no, like I told her that we were playing a game where we told lies to each other or something. And she was like, that's probably worse to like tell her that we're lying to each other as adults. But she was just like, I'd rather her blue in Santa. And I was like, okay, me too. Oh Let me know. I will get a Santa costume. Um, but yeah, that is so, so funny. I was 10. I still kind of wish I believed in Santa because I just think it would be nice. I don't know. I feel like this year I haven't been as Christmassy. I'm well, feeling I also it. feel like COVID has kind of dampened the mood a lot. And what is Christmas? Um, also, it's kind of interesting, like as you're talking about this and as we continue talking about like traditions and like when you found out, when I found out, in fact, that Santa's brown <laughs> versus stomach <laughs> and all these things. Um, I wanted, it just like reminded me of like a fun fact that I think you would really enjoy. So apparently in the Middle Ages, the way that they celebrated um, Christmas was pretty much like a ruckus, drunken mess, similarly to like the way that we celebrate like Mardi Gras, for example. Like, oh, I was like, you mean the way Christmas is now for a lot of people? Oh, well, okay. well, yes, for us, sure. But in the sense of um, like apparently- like really sloppy. Like really sloppy. But one of the other traditions that I thought was really cool is that the poor would go into the houses of the rich and demand that they give them like food and drink. And- oh. Basically, it's kind of very like trick or treaty, like, you know, like trick or treat became a thing where it's like you go, you give them a trick. And if you don't, then they play a tr- like a if you, gi- you give them a treat and if you don't, then they play a trick on you. Right. Like that whole premise of where trick or treat came from for Halloween. Apparently, they would go in, ask for food and drink. And if the owners didn't comply, then basically the, the poor person that was there would then um, terrorize them with like mischievous like tricks that they would do on them. And My Christmas, gosh. I know. And apparently during the middle ages, essentially Christmas became this time when the upper classes would have to repay their real or like imagined debt, quote unquote debt to society by entertaining less fortunate citizens. And it got me kind of thinking, I was like, could you imagine if like this was like still ongoing, like we would all end up at like Bezos or like Bill Gates's or like Musk's house being like, um, hello. Give us your finest food and drink, sir. <laughs> give well, me a free Tesla. Have a house. That's, that's um, right. But give but. me a free Tesla or like free Amazon Prime membership, like on Christmas Day. I thought that was hilarious. And I thought you'd get like a little hoot out of that. I hate that. <laughs> no, I really do. But I do try to be charitable during that. I mean, all, all the time I really do try, but um, no. I actually... Like the, my company, we sponsored like, I don't know, a couple of kids or something the last couple of years. And um, they, you know, obviously are less fortunate. And so their parents will like put together like an Amazon wish list and stuff. And then you can just buy it and send it to them. Oh, I love that. So I feel like that's like a nice version of this mischievous shit that you were just describing. And I hate oh. that. But that is like so not Christmas. It's literally the exact opposite of what Christmas is. And I'm pissed. No, but that's what it was in the Middle Ages. And then mm-hmm. things like 
became a thing. And apparently at some point Christmas had gotten canceled, like in Europe. I mean, um, you mean 2020 when Christmas got canceled? <laughs> I'm pretty sure, pretty sure it happened. I was pretty sure it's about to happen in 2021 for the majority oh, of us. But... Oh, I heard de Blasio isn't canceling um, Christmas at Rockwell or like the Rockefeller I, Center. Yes. I heard that that's not getting canceled, even though there's mean? this massive surge. Oh, somebody was saying that de Blasio is like not canceling any of these like fun festive stuff that's happening in the next basically couple of weeks. Well, that's probably because de Blasio is literally gone. Yeah, I, I know. His, but I just, I heard and I like saw articles about it and I was like, huh, I wonder like how New Yorkers feel about it. Well, I mean, de Blasio doesn't want to be the fucking Grinch that stole Christmas on his last Fair four enough. days in office. So what the fuck does he care? <laughs> That's not his problem. That sounds like yeah. a January problem to That's, me. <laughs> That's going to be my new line. I literally was like, <laughs> today, I was just like, I don't care. I have COVID. I shouldn't be working. I hate you all. <laughs> it's like, it's bye. Like, Keith I was like, I got to go. This is a January problem. We'll circle back on that in a couple of weeks. Thank you very much. Let me know <laughs> if it's still an issue. We can we can reconnect on that. Um, I love like all the corporate buzzwords speak right now. That's well, literally how I talk at work. It's ridiculous. We'll we'll loop back in the new year. I'll, I'll see you in 2022. Thanks. <laughs> Just peace out, deuces. <laughs> oh my gosh, but everything's urgent. Um, but uh, but yeah. So. What are you doing for Christmas? Do you have anything planned? Um, yeah, I'm just going to my mom's place. We typically do this every year where um, I th- we we bought a Christmas tree to do my mom's um, like Christmas tree thing with the decorations and all of that. Um, and we just go to her place. I wrap everything in advance because I love wrapping. Gifts. Oh my God, come wrap everything in my house. Oh, girl. Except your you- gift. Like, like literally all you have to do is just put things in front of me, give me wrapping paper, the scissors and the tape, and I will spend an afternoon just drinking and wrapping. It is like my favorite thing to do in the world. Probably. I love wrapping gifts. I don't know this. Are you, are you like very good? Are you like one of those like Instagram wrappers? I have learned from some of those Instagram wrappers, especially around like how to like do the bottles and some of those nicer ones where you have like the little folds to put in like the little twig of things or whatever it is that you want to What? Yeah, Wait, yeah. I'm going to need to see some photographic evidence of this. Oh, girl, I'm going to be um, wrapping later this week and I will be sending you some photos so you can see oh my God, the emotion. Show. Oh, I love this shit. I've... Wait, I'm really jealous. Oh, don't I be. I patience. Oh, I, it's like sort of like a, whenever I'm anxious, it just like, it's a calming repetitive motion for me that just gets me in like a, a fun, you know, great mood. It does. That's like people who say like cleaning the dishes, washing the dishes is therapeutic for me. It's like, no, it's fucking not. It's cleaning. Well, interesting. you're talking yeah. to someone who's also married to a man who loves to clean. So that's, <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's like <laughs> the comparison for me is there. Um, Fair enough. Um, okay. What about you? What are you up to for Christmas? Well, who knows? Um, hopefully we'll be home at that point. Um, Fingers for you guys. Um, we're, we're not sure. And so it's going to be obviously really low key. Haven't been home. Don't have groceries or anything. I've already wrapped most of the gifts, but, um, we'll see it. it, Like I, it's just up in the air, but going to try to feel as Christmassy as possible. Um, I like convinced Mark to watch like Christmas movies with me every night, but literally we scroll, we scroll through every single Christmas movie. And I'm like, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. And like, I've realized I've watched some trash. Like if you ever, you know, like you go through the Netflix, um, Mm -hmm. 
like Christmas romance movies or something. Like I've watched yeah. The Princess Switch, The Princess Switch 2, switched oh again. I've watched like The Night K-N-I-G-H-T with Vanessa Hudgens before Christmas. I've watched all of the royal, the what is it? The um, uh, the Christmas Prince. Then there's the royal baby or the wedding. And then there's the baby. Um, I've obviously watched like every version of The Grinch. I've watched um, The Christmas Chronicles 1 and 2. Uh, like, I can't even tell. Like, I'm not kidding. There's nothing I haven't watched. I've watched Holiday. I've watched Happiest Season. I've seen every Christmas movie. And I'm like really needing like people to pump out more content for next year because it's, come on, what am I going to do? I mean, I'm in quarantine. I need some stuff. Have you watched, um, what was it that I watched? It was like called The Guardians or something like that. Um, and it was with like Jack Frost and Santa Claus. Oh, um, um, I don't know if I've seen that, but I don't like Jack Frost. I've seen that and I don't know why. I just feel like it's very devious and it's not my thing. Yeah, so but it's like actually kind of cute because like Santa's okay, in it. I'll add it, um, I'll add it to the oh, list. Rise of the Guardians. And it's like with like the Sandman and like the Easter Bunny. And this sounds like a Maddie movie. This doesn't sound like an Alina movie. No, the Sandman? It's, it's actually very, very cute. And it's like during, it's actually like, it is a, I wouldn't okay. say it's 100% a Christmas movie, but it is, it's like a child, like feel good, like winter wonderland kind of movie to watch. Okay. Potentially. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a kid's movie. It's, it's, I wouldn't say it's a, it's a PG movie. PG. Okay. It's All good. Right. I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, well, that's what I'll be doing is I'll be watching Christmas movies and probably crying. Oh, another <laughs> Christmas tradition that we do is we watch, uh, or sorry, we always start the morning mm. with bagels and locks. Really? This I is know good. we're just, we're just so inclusive in this household. Wait, okay. So you guys start off with like bagels and locks. Okay, so that's a very interesting tradition. So where did this happen? How did this happen? I don't even know how it happened. I think we ripped it off one of our friends who said that that's what they always do. And so we were like, well, we must clearly do that. So we started doing that. So we have bagels and locks. Funny. And then we watch movies. Mm. And then I try to get Mark to play a game with me, but he hates games. Oh, same with Pierre. Oh, that's so interesting. I always thought Mark was more into games. Hates, hates them. Loves the video game. Hates game game. And it kills me inside because I love a game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are some of our traditions. Now and I'm very excited. Now that you say that, I remember as a kid, like my mom would have donuts in the morning for Christmas. See, you should start that. You should bring it back. It's really nice to have a tradition, I think. Yeah. Wow. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Like I said, I just always love learning about people's like holiday traditions. And then ripping always- off, off what you can, right? That's what I do. <laughs> Taking what we like, leaving what we don't like. I'm here for <laughs> it. Choose makes we're all about inclusivity here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay, so with that said, mm. I think it's time to bid adieu. Oh, do you like my French? Oh, look at bid you. Adieu. Bid adieu. Um, Au revoir, and- mon chéri. Je t'aime. Um, (laughs) for all of our listeners I know that you fucking love joining us on a weekly basis but uh, Maddie and I have decided to take a couple weeks off Mm -hmm. um, A so that I can recover and you don't have to listen to me hacking up a lung slash (laughs) sounding like a child um, who's very sick um, and also so that we can refresh ourselves with some new fun content. Um, but we will continue to drop our and just like that reviews on Mondays. So definitely, definitely join us there. And uh, before we forget, happy holidays, everyone. 
Happy holidays and happy new year. See you in 2022, y'all. Oh my gosh. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next spin on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic in the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later. 